Welcome back into the world of cannabis, everybody. I hope you're having an awesome day out there today. I'm excited about what we have planned for today's podcast. The title of today's episode is Cannabis in Canada, and we're going to learn about marijuana across Canada. So medical marijuana in Canada has been legalized since 2001, but recreational use of cannabis was legalized across the nation on October 17, 2018. They're the second country to legalize marijuana nationwide. Uruguay was actually the first. In future episodes, we will discuss other countries in regards to marijuana and its impact on a nation, such as the United States, Germany, and Uruguay. But for now, since Canada is leading the way, we'll stick with them. At the current time period we're in, Canada is striving to be a global leader in cannabis, and we'll learn that today. Today, we will discuss the growing pains, if you will, of the infancy stage of cannabis, and also look at companies leading the way by identifying some stats, acquisitions, and their future plans. We'll also discuss where the cannabis industry in general is heading in Canada. And to speak on the latter point more, we will record a comparative episode down the line to see the difference in sales, prominent companies, and impact on a nation as time progresses along. The industry is moving at light speed, so it'll be interesting to compare and contrast the future of the industry from where it is at currently. I always mention this, but I do believe we are truly at the infancy stage with cannabis. This plan has been demonized for so many years, but we have no doubt moved and are still moving in the right direction. This industry is progressing rapidly, and one could even say exponentially. And due to all this excitement and progression, it's a blessing and a privilege to be involved with cannabis at the present time. We're at the transitional period where we get to see both the old school mindsets pertaining to cannabis and the newer ways of thinking and doing things regarding the plant. It's really cool to see both sides of the coin. And as education and knowledge become more prevalent regarding cannabis, though, newer ways of thinking are going to slowly but surely replace the old school mindsets pertaining to the plant. And throughout the episode today, we will identify specific cannabis companies in Canada, but as a disclaimer, this is by no means investment advice for these companies, more so to provide the facts to show that cannabis is here to stay. With all that being said, the initial legalization across Canada wasn't all roses and sunshine. As to be expected with this scale of legalization, there are some growing pains as the industry matures. In fact, the euphoria was so high across the country on October 17th that there was a supply shortage in the first two weeks. In the suppliers and distributors defense, they had no comparative analysis to know to expect at the beginning of legalization. On top of the supply complications, there was an issue with excise stamps initially also. This excise stamp needs to be on every single cannabis package. But the thing was, the delivery schedule of the stamps fluctuated and the stamps had to be glued on manually to fit these packages. This created hurdles and setbacks for many cannabis companies on the onset of legalization. At first glance, the stamp issue seemed like a minor concern for a cannabis company, but they realized it was a crucial part to have their companies function properly. There were a handful of cannabis companies that were prepared for this, and it didn't slow down their operations at all. There's a wide array of Canadian cannabis companies we could have chose to speak about today, but we're going to stick with some of the largest cap ones. The five Canadian cannabis companies we'll discuss today are Canopy Growth Corporation, Aurora Cannabis, Organigram, Afria, and Kronos Group. For each of these companies, we'll look at their operational capacities, their current status financially, and potential room for growth and expansion as the industry matures. The first company we'll delve into is Canopy Growth Corporation, who is based out of Smith Falls, Ontario. Canopy is one of the world's largest cannabis companies with a market cap of just shy of $15 billion. 
And to give you an idea of the magnitude of their operations, Canopy Growth has about three quarters of its 5.6 million square foot growing capacity already licensed by Health Canada. When all is said and done, they'll likely be producing around 500,000 kilograms of marijuana at their peak capacity. There are many factors on how Canopy Growth Corporation came to lead the way in this industry, such as multiple sales channels, domestic supply deals, and product diversification. With that being said, it's argued that the product potential is what excites people the most about Canopy. In August of 2018, Constellation Brands, which is a beer, wine, and spirits producer, announced it would invest an additional $3.8 billion U.S. dollars in Canopy Growth Corporation, giving it a 35% interest in the company. This deal is in preparation of infused edibles and beverages being allowed throughout Canada this upcoming fall. And because of this additional product capabilities, Canopy's future marketing includes products such as cannabis-infused beverages and sleep aids. They plan on targeting as many aspects of the cannabis industry as they can. As of late, Canopy has come to a deal with Acreage Holdings, which is one of the United States' largest cannabis companies. It's a $3.4 billion acquisition contingent on the United States legalizing cannabis on the federal level. This shows Canopy Growth is trying to increase their footprint not only throughout Canada among other places, but also throughout the United States. They have received a license to produce hemp in New York, they have a partnership agreement in Spain with a pharma company, and they own a subsidiary in Germany that imports medical cannabis. With all these acquisitions and plans for expansion, Canopy Growth Corporation is setting themselves up to become a global leader in cannabis. The next company in our conversation will be Aurora Cannabis. They're a Canadian licensed cannabis producer headquartered in Edmonton. They fall slightly behind Canopy when it comes to cap size, having a market cap of just over $8 billion. Also, when compared to Canopy Growth Corporation, Aurora Cannabis has a slightly different business strategy, but there's certainly many niches to fill across the country in this flourishing emerging industry. Aurora Cannabis is already on track to have an annual production run rate of well over 500,000 kilograms of marijuana by the middle of next year. And with their funded capacity of over 625,000 kilograms per year, Aurora Cannabis ranks in first place among Canadian marijuana growers. With that being said, Aurora Cannabis has even more plans of expanding production facilities. Aurora Sun, which is set to open in 2020, will have 1.62 million square feet and will be able to produce another 230,000 kilograms of cannabis. In conjunction with their production facilities, Aurora Cannabis has a list of acquisitions and technologies that hope to expand their footprint. For example, Aurora has a deal with N-Wave for their drying technology, and it can reduce the time required to dry cannabis from 5 to 7 days to less than 1 hour. Aurora will be able to utilize this technology, among others, when edibles and infused beverages go legal later this year in Canada. The sales and revenues across Canada will certainly increase once the edibles and infused beverages are allowed to be sold in retail stores. On top of their deals and acquisitions throughout Canada, Aurora has managed to expand its operations, either through distribution or production, into 24 countries. With all that being said, most of the revenue currently is being generated from Canada as it comes to no surprise when you look at the scale of legalization. Looking at Aurora's fiscal second quarter operating results, almost 92% came from Canada and the rest came from the European Union and other countries such as Australia, Mexico, and the Cayman Islands. We are in the position that we'll get to see how these percentages shift as medical and recreational marijuana laws become looser across the world. As we've learned, Aurora Cannabis is well-equipped to increase its production output in the near future. This leads us into the next Canadian cannabis company we'll learn about, Organigram. As of May 21st of 2019, this company started trading on the NASDAQ. Organigram is Atlantic Canada's original licensed producer of medical cannabis. 
Organigram is permitted to possess, produce, sell, provide, ship, deliver, and destroy cannabis, cannabis plants, and cannabis oil in conformity with the Cannabis Act. Also, this company is authorized for wholesale shipping of cannabis plant cuttings, dried flour, blends, pre-rolls, and cannabis oil to approve retailers and wholesalers for adult-use recreational cannabis under individual, provincial, and territorial regulations as per the Cannabis Act. Organigram distributes its products mainly through the company's online store or by phone. And just like the other cannabis companies mentioned thus far, Organigram has plans to expand outside of Canada too. They have executed an investment agreement with Alpha Cannabis Pharma in Germany, representing a 25% stake in capital for them. Organigram has two supply agreements with them, one for supply of CBD isolate and the other for supply of dried cannabis flour. This agreement with Alpha Cannabis Pharma will prepare them for expansion in the industry. On top of this agreement, Organigram have also secured a partnership with PAX as a brand partner. PAX, that's capital P, capital A, capital X, is one of the world's leaders in vaporizers for dried leaf, wax, and cannabis oil. This partnership with PAX builds on Organigram's commitment to quality and a strong leadership position. Organigram's distribution arrangement of PAX pods is in all 10 of Canada's provinces. Estimates suggest that vape pens currently represent the largest segment of edibles and derivative-based products at approximately 23% of U.S. sales. Organigram's strategic agreement with PAX falls in line with the company's commitment to growth through technology-driven innovation. This company is currently on track to produce 113,000 kilograms of cannabis by the end of 2019. Their second quarter fiscal 2019 results, which includes the first full quarter of adult use recreational sales for the company, was $26.9 million, a 693% expansion in revenue. Organigram solutions from technology-driven innovation will be something to observe as the industry matures. Afria will be the fourth Canadian cannabis company in our discussion today. Afria is an Ontario-based medical cannabis company producing dry cannabis and cannabis oil of varying qualities and strengths that are sold through its wholly owned, licensed subsidiary, Pure Nature's Wellness. Afria has a market capitalization of roughly $2 billion. As to be expected with a lower market cap, the company's revenue is notably lower compared to its competitors such as Canopy Growth Corporation and Aurora Cannabis. However, Afria generates strong profits even when its peers are struggling to break even. Where Afria shines is its low cost of production. They have a facility in Leamington, which is the greenhouse capital of Canada. The result of this is cannabis growing in the most natural conditions, which allows Afria to deliver high-quality products while maintaining a low manufacturing cost. Afria, just like other cannabis companies, have plans for expansion as well, announcing their plan to spend $55 million to build a 1 million square foot state-of-the-art extraction center in Leamington. This is expected to be one of the largest greenhouses in the world and will be able to process 200,000 kilograms of cannabis every year. The extraction facility will be equipped to produce world-class cannabis concentrates, including fractionated distillates. On top of their expansion throughout Canada, Afria has also acquired CC Pharma, who's a leading distributor of pharmaceutical products, including medical cannabis, to more than 13,000 pharmacies in Germany as well as throughout Europe. And in regards to this acquisition, the CEO of Afria states, As one of the most promising medical cannabis markets in the world, Germany is a top strategic priority for Afria. With today's acquisition of CC Pharma, Afria is creating a German and ultimately pan-European platform that brings together demand, supply, and distribution. We'll be keeping an eye on Afria's low cost of production and expansion throughout Europe as the emerging industry progresses. The last, but certainly not least, cannabis company we'll be discussing today is Kronos Group. 
Kronos Group is an innovative global cannabinoid company. With international production and distribution across five continents, Kronos Group is committed to building disruptive intellectual property by advancing cannabis research, technology, and product development. This company is headquartered in Toronto, Canada. Kronos Group is not like other cannabis companies. Most cannabis companies are pursuing licenses and increased production, while Kronos is pursuing alternative methods. They're focused on strategy, innovation, and partnerships rather than strictly on cultivation. Kronos Group have been called the Heinz Ketchup of Cannabis. Heinz designs the genetic makeup of the tomatoes for its renowned ketchup, but it doesn't own the farms that grow the fruit. Aiming to duplicate that model, Kronos doesn't want to be in the business of growing cannabis in the long run. Instead, Kronos thinks of the marijuana industry in terms of chemistry. Kronos Group's main focus is on cannabinoids, such as CBD and THC, among many others. The cannabinoids possessed by the cannabis plant is what ultimately is responsible for the effect provided by the plant. And that's exactly what the Kronos Group is honing in on. Kronos wants to make it cheaper and more efficient to extract the many varying cannabinoids, which could lead to the discovery of new uses for them. While many people are currently modeling the cost per gram of cannabis, Kronos CEO believes the future lies in modeling the cost of the cannabinoid itself. Due to their unique business model, they have acquisitions with some notable companies. For instance, Altria, maker of Marlboro cigarettes, has invested $1.8 billion to partner with Kronos Group as they see the inevitable successful future of cannabis. On top of their partnership with Altria, Kronos Group are partnered with Ginkgo Bioworks, the organism company, and are using its platform technology for organism design and development. Ginkgo will complement the Kronos Group in producing a full spectrum of cannabinoids. In addition to possessing a strong management team, something that goes unnoticed is Kronos Group's investment portfolio and joint ventures, which is another positive element of the company and it reiterates the long thesis for Kronos. So the Kronos Group is playing the long game, if you will, in the cannabis industry. It'll be interesting to monitor and see how they progress in the coming years. So as we learned today, it is expected when a country the size of Canada releases the ban on a certain product, making it recreationally legal, there are going to be some growing pains. Rome wasn't built in a day, and the legal cannabis industry will be no different. As we can see from our discussion today, the cannabis industry is as real and legitimate as it's ever been before. There are professionals ranging from finance to chemistry and from packaging to accounting, all involved in this industry now. And they all share the same motive of competing to provide solutions for the consumers of cannabis across Canada and the world. We are still at the very brink of this emerging industry, so as time progresses, the processing, manufacturing, and distribution of cannabis and cannabis products will only become more efficient, effective, and economical. Whether someone believes in the medicinal value of cannabis or the financial benefits it will provide, one thing can be agreed upon. Cannabis is here to stay. It will be exciting to sit back and watch and see how the marijuana industry matures and progresses in the coming years. The cannabis company's plans have been set. Now it's time for them to pursue their expectations. I hope this episode today provided value to you all by receiving an inside look on cannabis in Canada. As cannabis continues to succeed across the nation, it shouldn't take long for other countries to follow suit. Once the dominoes start falling, there will be no stopping them. I would like to thank you all for joining the conversation today. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share this episode to get our message out to the world. Also, head to theworldofcannabis.org to send suggestions of topics that you want to hear discussed in future episodes. Or you could just send us a direct message on Instagram. Really, either way will work. And that'll wrap up our discussion on cannabis in Canada. We'll see you all back here next time. Until then, enjoy the world of cannabis.